Welcome to Mind, Body, and Business, a podcast that explores topics, perspectives, and actionable insight for a strong mind and healthy body, along with empowering conversations to help you handle your business. I am your host, Maria Moore, and today we'll be talking about your budget, your emotional budget. We've heard of monetary budgets, you know, making sure that you have enough money to pay your bills and do extra things, but are you overextending yourself emotionally? Oh yeah, this is going to be a good one. Got some great stuff to share with you today, but first I want to kick things off a little different. We'll be doing the mind, body, and business check-in later in this episode, but first I want to start with the tell me more question. And it comes from Tina. She is representing Chicago. She said, hey Maria, I have been exercising for the past nine months, been really consistent, going to the gym, drinking my water, I'm seeing my muscles pop in, I'm slimming down all over my body except my stomach. What do you think it could be? You know, this is very common, especially with women. Um, We exercise, we do all of the right things, and everything is behaving and following instructions except for that stomach. And oftentimes that has a lot to do with your digestion. Uh, I want to start by saying that if it has been so consistent and you've been eating, you know, non-processed foods, drinking enough water, getting your protein in, and you're still seeing that bulge in your stomach, it could be an underlying health issue. I've seen women uh, discover that they have fibroids and that was an issue with their gut protruding. So definitely have the conversation with your doctor. But the main thing I suggest you explore is how much you're eating, at what times you're eating, and the types of food that you're eating. Because oftentimes, Food gets backed up in our stomachs and it sits there because our body has a hard time digesting it. Or there could be an issue with the bacteria in your gut. I've shared many times in this podcast about how beneficial probiotics are. A protruding stomach when the rest of your body is leaning out could also mean you need a good detox, a total reset of your body where you're eating nothing but natural foods that come from the earth and you're giving your body the nutrients that it needs. And sometimes that can come in the form of supplements. Now, I've shared several times in recent episodes about D-Herbs. I have known A.D. Dolphin, the creator and big boss over at D-Herbs for many years now. I had a chance to interview him when I had my midday show in Atlanta. And D-Herbs is the real deal. This guy is really honest, stand up. He's a vegan himself. Everyone on his staff has done the D-Herbs full body cleanse. And so if you are finding that you're having these issues with your stomach and you suspect it may be digestive issues or you just need a full cleanse, D-Herbs is a great option to explore. Now, if you're listening and you want to lose some real weight and keep it off this time, here's some good news. There is a plan that will help you look better and feel better than you can remember. It is the D-Herbs Full Body Cleanse, the D-Herbs Full Body Cleanse, it's not some crazy drink or fad diet and you won't have to starve yourself. So that's the good news. The cleanse consists of seven all-natural, safe, and effective formulas, each designed to cleanse a particular part of your body. And guess what? I have done the cleanse before. I noticed a difference in like the first five days. That was my experience. So your cardiovascular system, your lungs, and your respiratory system, your liver, kidney, colon, digestive system, and so much more. That's what these formulas are designed to address. Now, keep in mind when your body is operating at peak efficiency, it can help you stay physically and mentally fit because how we eat and how our body is processing food not only affects us physically, but also 
our mental focus, our ability to concentrate and not be irritated, right? It can also help you experience better digestion. Also, you can shed extra weight, feel more energetic, reduce junk food cravings. Ooh, that's a big one. And have vibrant, glowing skin. Talk about a bonus. So quit struggling with yo-yo weight and impossible diets. The D-Herbs Full Body Cleanse has been helping people lose weight for over 15 years. And I think you should be next. The results you'll experience after your first cleanse will be nothing less than transformative. And that's why D-Herbs has thousands of five-star reviews online. I love to see the testimonials. I love hearing stories from people like me to know that it actually works. Get on a road to a cleaner, leaner you. And for a limited time, get this. You can get a nice discount on the full body cleanse. Visit dherbs.com and use promo code Maria at checkout to save now. That's dherbs.com and promo code Maria. That was a really timely tell me more question. And of course, if you have a question you want included in the podcast, you can shoot me a DM on Instagram at mbbpod. Thanks again, Tina, for that question. And hopefully those tips about digestion and eating natural foods and possibly doing the D-Herbs full body cleanse will help you out. Now on to our mind, body and business check in. This is when we get together. We don't let more than a week go by without checking in with our mind, body, and business. So what are you trying to achieve or what are you working on? What do you want to improve or enhance for your mind, body, and business? For my body, I'm really working in making sure that I'm stretching, I'm breathing, and that I'm intentional about my self-care as it relates to my body. For my business, I am working on a new certification so that I can expand uh, what I'm offering to my personal training and online wellness clients. And for my mind, I had to share this with y'all. I actually came across this post on Instagram a couple of days ago, and I just thought it was so insightful and kind of profound. You know, when we talk about relaxation and the importance of meditation and calming your mind, for some people, it can be very difficult to stop your thoughts from racing while you're trying to meditate or do something like yoga or just do breathing exercises. And so I saw a post of a woman sitting out on a porch, beautiful sunny day, and she was blowing bubbles. And in the caption, she was talking about how she's trying to be intentional about doing things that calm her both physically and emotionally. And I never would have thought of blowing bubbles as a calming exercise. But then I thought about it, you know, if you're trying to practice breathing, blowing bubbles can help you do just that, right? Because you have to breathe in and breathe out. And there's just some type of magical happiness seeing bubbles float in the air. It's just so calm and peaceful. And I remember as a little girl, I would blow bubbles and I would watch the bubbles until they landed and popped. And when you are blowing bubbles and you're practicing your breathing by blowing the bubbles and looking looking at them and where they land, you're really focused on that one experience in that moment. Blowing bubbles is an awesome way to be present and really fully experience the now. Because think about it. Does your mind really race when you're blowing bubbles? It's such a beautiful, almost like a nostalgic way to tap into your inner child. And if you think it's silly and you groan and you're like, I ain't about to be out in these streets blowing bubbles, find you a little private space. Go out on your patio or your porch, your front yard, maybe a little private spot at a park 
and have about 15, maybe even 30 minutes to just sit out there, enjoy nature and blow yourself some bubbles. A few other creative relaxation exercises you might want to explore are coloring and crochet or some type of arts and crafts. I really want to challenge you to tap into something that allows you to be creative, at peace, and honor your inner child. I would love to hear from you if you decide to do one of these things and how it worked out for you. Be sure to shoot me a DM or a comment at mbbpod. That's mbbpod. I'm definitely going to the store and buying me some bubbles, not just for myself, but also for my children, because I think it's a great calming exercise for kids as well. Be playful this week and intentional about honoring your inner child and setting those mind, body, and business goals. All right, so jumping into the topic of this episode, talking about budgets and the way we naturally perceive a budget related to money, it's also important that we're budgeting our emotions and our mental capacity in the right ways. My husband is here once again, and it's something that we have been working on individually and also inside of our marriage, making sure that we're not overextending ourselves. One thing that I always notice is that, you know, um, and, and, I, and I say this a lot to people, it's like, you know what, you, when you want to help folks, and I struggle with this, is that you want to help people, but you can only pull from, from your 100%. So if you got like five or 10% and you give it away, then you're no longer a resource to the people that you want to help. But then more importantly, you're going to kind of piggyback off of some of the things that we talked in the last episode where you're just, you're frustrated, you're irritable, um, and you're just not doing healthy lifestyle things. So I think that that's just always my reminder. And it also kind of helps give you ammunition for when you have to say no, because that's, that's something that I think a lot of us struggle with. I know I struggle with it when there are things that you want to do you know, a need that you want to serve, but you have to be honest with yourself in that it will deplete you and that it will take more than you have to offer. And um, it's just about boundaries and it's a little bit growing up, but I do think that it is an important thing to do. So many people struggle with that. I know that I often do. People ask me for help and I want to help. And, you know, when I was thinking about what I wanted the topic for this episode to be, I did some research and I found an article on Medium. The title of the article is How to Say No to Overextending Yourself. Mm. The very first question in the article to start it off was, hey, can you do me a favor? Depending on who that question is coming from, we want to feel like we're showing up for people. But sometimes that comes at the expense of our self-care I think it's only a certain kind of person that starts a conversation with. So the people that I know who want to start with, hey, can you do me a favor? I'm already like, oh, this ain't going to be good. This is not going to be good. Where I struggle is uh, when I see people that just have needs or express needs or there's a gap. I mean, especially when you're productive. You know, my dad used to always say, if you want something done, get a busy person to do it. Um, you know, we see things that people want, you know, they just need help with this, you know, and, and you're thinking, I would be, I could do, I could fix that. With 15 minutes, I could fix that. Um, but then you have to just look back and say, do I have 15 minutes? You yeah. know, what am I taking 15 minutes away from to help address this problem? So we have to, you know, we have to be honest with that. But again, I think that um, in terms of like what you said, showing up, we have to show up for the people who are higher on our priority list and also for ourselves. So sometimes I have to remind myself, you know, I say, you know what, what I can't do is I can't take time from my daughter. I can't take time from my wife. I can't take time from my sons and my household um, to do this thing that would only take three seconds to do. And it, it's by, you know, kind of personifying those things that allows me to have the strength to say, you know what, I'm just going to have to, I'm, I'm going to have to pass. I'm not available for that. 
Um, so, you know, I do believe that's a muscle and it's a skill, especially for people who like to be helpful. And I mean, helping people feels good. I mean, it's also self-serving, right? Like it feels good to make, to feel like you made the world better or, you know, I mean, you walk into it's immediate appreciation. You feel good, you know? So sometimes some of us get addicted to that, to that emotion and that feeling. But I also think that, you know, it, it's, it can be fool's gold. It can be fool's gold. You can get so addicted to trying to help and and do so much that you, you know, you you pull away from yourself. You didn't get the sleep that you needed. You didn't eat what you needed. You didn't, you know, now you're overwhelmed with the things, you know, that you were supposed to do. So, you know, you're irritable. And again, we get back to that unhealthy lifestyle stuff. Right. And I think that there are two types of help. Um, there's help that is an investment and there's help that's an expense, you know? So there's ways that you can help people that Mm -hmm. invest back in you that maybe contribute to your self-confidence or maybe that investment in that person may benefit your business or Mm -hmm. you personally in some type of way in the future. And then there's a type of help that is expensive to you. And, you know, really staying on this theme of what's in your emotional budget, because we see people go in debt with credit cards because they're spending what they don't have. Mm -hmm. And then we see people struggle from things like depression and sleep deprivation and other underlying health conditions because they are spending more emotionally. We feel like we need to help and we just can't help ourselves. Mm -hmm. I feel that way sometimes when I have young ladies who are aspiring radio personalities or they're trying to get into the fitness business. And I think back on how I was at that time Mm. and how little resources I have. So part of me almost feels obligated to help even if I don't have the time to give. First of all, if you recognize that, what I do with my time now is I try to just allocate it, right? So I say, if that's really important to me, if it's really important for me to help this person, then I need to find a space in my schedule to help them. It can't just be spontaneous. I can't just throw away my day like I used to when I was younger and, you know, dive off the board and say, hey, you know what? I'm dedicating my day to you, you know? And then also, I think that sometimes when we do that, um, you know, it can backfire. It can backfire if you don't get that, that appreciation if the person doesn't take the advice if, if the help is you know is not um is not utilized in the best way then sometimes it starts to be like man i gave up my day for you yeah. <laughs> you know and it's and it, and it backfires you know mm-hmm. so i think again when you schedule it and you have clear boundaries you know um um i think it helps it helps a lot and i mean and that's also not just with your time it's also with your money you know yeah. mm-hmm. i think when you give away your bill money Give away your light money, which you ain't got. You ain't got lights. Now, it's two people in the dark. Exactly. (laughs) Literally and figuratively, yeah. And, you know, another form of backfiring is when you overextend yourself and you make promises and you have good intentions. You talked about actually doing it and the person not appreciating it. But also when you overextend yourself and you don't show up, the guilt that you feel and the letdown on the other end. And, you know, I recently experienced this. had a good friend from college and we've kept in touch with each other for many years. She works with this nonprofit agency doing this big 5k thing. And we met 
nine months before the 5k and she said hey maria you know i know you have this brand for wellness you know i would really appreciate it if you could be an ambassador we want you to do some social media posts and help us raise some money and participate in the event i'm like cool but i didn't take into consideration my time budget my Mm. emotional budget my mental budget what would be required of me and she had expectations for me to show up because i said i would and i didn't so that can be the consequence you know just like if you uh, overextend yourself financially the consequences are you being in a hole for someone else and if you overextend yourself that can really impact relationships that are very meaningful to you that's true so um i want to shift the conversation james into how we can stop overextending ourselves and you gave a few examples of that one of the things is knowing your capabilities if you don't have a certain skill set and i've done this before someone said do you know how to do such and such? And I had like a vague knowledge of it. Mm. I'm like, sure. <laughs> and I go in and do it. I'm like, oh my gosh, I thought this was going to take 30 yeah. minutes. It's taking three days. Some things take longer than we expect them to. Mm-hmm. In your mind, you're thinking, well, I can figure this out for this person. It won't take long. And you really overestimated how much time it would take you to do that. So really knowing your capabilities can help out a lot. I know certain things that I can do to help somebody in five minutes. People ask me about online courses all the time. You know, I can spit them out off the top of my head. Follow this person, boom, 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 boom. Now I've helped you. You can take the information and you're gone. Be well. Be well. In my mind, I I saw you (laughs) blessing them on their head, touching them with your hand and saying, go, be great. Many a time as a musician, I've definitely overextended myself. But I think that you brought up a really important point um, about just, how you can balance that in a good, healthy habit. And I think when we think about this in terms of budget, right? When we budget our time. So you say, you know what? Like what you said, I know what I can do in five minutes, you know? And I think that it's just important that you give it the five minutes and then you step away because that's your budget. You know what I'm saying? Like if you go to the market, you say, I got $25 to spend. But if you spend 45 now, this positive trip has turned negative. So I think that that's a similar thing. And that's something that, I mean, as we get older and we have children and there's needs and soccer games and baseball games, you know, we start to learn the importance of, of of a time budget. And saying, listen, you know, and we struggle with it. We struggle with it, first of all, because unforeseen things happen. That's the first thing. But then we also struggle with it because we, you know, we want to. But I do think it's a muscle we have to have because if you don't even recognize it, then, you know, you're going to really fall off the deep end. Another thing that you need to consider before you commit to doing something um, in a great way to prevent yourself from overextending is really think about how that promise that you're making is going to trigger some type of stress. I have certain days where my schedule is really full. When you know you don't have the time and trying to squeeze things in to just accommodate people and feel like you're showing up. No, that's a big deal. And I think that, you know, again, it's just about there's a budget. And I think that there's a muscle that we all have to get in terms of knowing our limitations and understanding also that that's part of the love. Like, I love you enough to let you know that I want you to have the best of myself. I want to give you a full I don't want to give you dirty money. I don't want to you know, I don't want this money to be full of mud. I want it to be, you know, extended and clean and feel good to you. 
Um, so if I can't do that, then, you know, let's let's schedule this for later. Let's let me offer a different type of resource because and, and that's where we that's the muscle we develop. When you start to say no, it's not a hard no. It's a creative no. Right. It's like I can't do it right now. But what about next week? Yeah. What about like this? Would you be willing to email me? Can you talk to this way? You know what? There, there has to be options when we you know, when we do these things. But I think that that's just respecting the budget. You know what I mean? It's kind of like, hey, my family wants to go on a, on a Disney cruise. OK, well, Disney cruise might cost you, you know, five to ten thousand dollars. Now, if you said right now, that might be a difficult ask. So you could say no. Right. But a more creative person would say maybe not right now. But I know that I get my taxes in December. I know that I have a bonus coming in March. So maybe 2024, we could do that and I could start to pay on it. So I have an answer that's not no, but it, it's fitting my budget. And now I can do it in a way that's not stressing me out. Because, I mean, man, we go to Disney all the time. And I watch these families all the time. Watch these little kids. They crying. Parents are yelling and screaming. And all I'm thinking is these people done spent their last dimes. They so stressed out. And these daggone kids are tired. And nobody's having a good time in this moment. I'm so <laughs> glad you brought that up. You know, you can do something nice for someone or honor the ask. And they'll remember that you did it for them. But they'll also remember the attitude that you have behind it and you know even think about growing up when our parents would be like okay well you want to do gymnastics they would take you to the gymnastics class but they would sit in the car or they would have an attitude or they weren't paying attention while you were practicing. Mm. So you remember them honoring that, you know, that was something that excited you and you were interested in. You also remember the attitude that they mm. had. That's a big thing about overextending yourself. It not only impacts you, but it impacts a person that you're trying to, to help. For children, they carry that into adulthood. Like, for instance, your child says, hey, we need a basketball coach. Our basketball coach just resigned and, and you play basketball. Can you do it? And there's a part of you that wants to say, absolutely, I would love to. But you have to be realistic with your time. Right. So if you if you honor the no, if you respect your budget, then on the other side of that might be a creative answer. It might say, hey, you know what? But my buddy is a really good coach or you know what? I, I, I can't coach you. But how much do you think it might cost to pay a coach? I might be willing to, to sponsor your coach or, you know, maybe I can do a clinic. Um, but there are other answers. But if you just jump into that, yes, now you're a grumpy coach. You ain't got no time for these kids. You're showing up to late the games. And now what's something that was positive becomes negative. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's the, the really unfortunate part about, you know, that's a budget all the way around. You know, that's money. That's time. I mean, how many times have we seen people loan money that they just ain't got the loan? And it become and it breaks friendships up. People yeah. who love one another, care about one another for years and years and years, don't speak over two hundred dollars. Yeah. And it's not the two hundred dollars because we all know the two hundred dollars will come and go. But it's because it was my gas money, and it starts to be like, you know what? You didn't care enough about me to give me back my last dollar when yeah, I gave it it's to you. Layers, yeah. And and yeah. that reminds me of my mama. I know. Yeah. <laughs> And then you all the way back to when you was two years old. You all the way back to when it's you so were doing true. flips in your mama's stomach. <laughs> you were just triggered. Yes. Yeah. So it's really important, you know, not to overextend yourself. So when we think about wrapping up this conversation in actionable insight, I think that you should do a time inventory. So just really looking mm. at your your day to day. What do I 
do on Mondays? What do I do on Tuesdays? So if you know you typically always have a full Wednesday, if you know your schedule and someone comes to you and says, hey, can you do this thing for me at three o'clock? You say, you know what? Wednesdays are really full for me. I just can't fit it in. Knowing how you're already spending the time that you have and what you've committed yourself to do in terms of your personal schedule, Mm -hmm. I think would be helpful. And then also putting things on a physical calendar and setting some boundaries. Typically, people that ask you for favors are people who are already in your life. Mm. Do you mm. know that I teach this many fitness classes? Do you know that you know I have to go to bed at this time and wake up this early? So it's really like communicating with those people that you love so that they know, you know what, I really need this thing, but I'm not even going to ask because I know on Thursdays, this is how busy Maria's schedule is. I think that you just also have to explain your boundaries. I think that it's important and it's an uncomfortable conversation sometimes, but you just have to get comfortable with saying it and saying, no, I can't do that because you know, Thursdays are my family night. Sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm unavailable. Um, uh, I don't want to do this because of that. I don't want to, you know, so I think that and that's something that, you know, I'm learning um, because you have to. It's so much easier to do on the front side than the back side. It's really difficult when you say, you know, come on in the house, sit on anything you want. And then the person sits on your favorite couch with the dirty shoes. Mm-hmm. Now you got to say, no, nah, can you get off my couch? I don't want you to sit there. Mm-hmm. So I think it's a much better thing to say, you know what? I. I see your shoes are dirty. I I really like it. We like to keep the house clean. So if you don't mind. And Mm -hmm. I think that that's just a, you know, and I think with our time, we have to do those things. We have to go forward and say, you know what? Um, I'm I'm unavailable to do this. I like to, and you set these boundaries, you know, to start to say, you know what? I don't, I don't, uh, I don't, I don't take calls after nine o'clock. I don't, um, it's, it's a Wednesday night. This thing is, you know, and when you get comfortable and develop that no muscle, you know, I think it really makes it so that you have these very powerful yes experiences. Yeah. I'll put that on a T-shirt. When you get comfortable with the no muscle, <laughs> you can you can lavish in your yes experiences. Yes. Yes. We have it documented <laughs> on audio. So there it is. There's so many things we want to do, but we just can't afford. And sometimes we got to say, you know what? I don't want to have the thing. I want the feeling of having the thing. And you ain't going to have that if you can't afford it. So, you know, ain't no, ain't no, ain't no fun watching your, your Ferrari get repossessed because you got, you know, Corolla money. So, yeah, (laughs) (laughs) it's all good. You know, you might have a Corolla car with Ferrari money. It could be by choice. We love all brands on this podcast. We 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 absolutely do. When I talk about these topics, it's like a reminder to myself, like, yeah, I actually said yes to something tomorrow and I'm going to be going to bed thinking about it. So just a reminder to put you first, you know, to really pour into your cup Mm -hmm. first and to be selfish, intentionally selfish, because when you are good to yourself, it improves and enhances the relationships that you have with other people and your overall life experiences. So that's what we have for you inside this episode of Mind, Body, and Business. Um, As always, thank you to my husband, James Collins. Maybe you'll buy me a mirror so I can just look at myself. I'm I'm going to be a regular. I'm trying to break the record. I want to make sure I'm the most recurring cast on this episode. Oh, not cast. Yes, I want to come through all the time and be like, hey. Yeah, well, I appreciate it so much. Hey, you can follow the Mind, Body, and Business podcast on all social media at MBB pod, share your thoughts, shoot me a DM. You know, have you been overextending yourself and in what ways are you going to change that? We'd love to hear from you. Now, before I fully wrap up this episode, focused on what's in your budget, you know, not overextending yourself 
yourself, let's be reminded of the importance and value of our time. You know, making the most of your time can benefit multiple areas of your life. And when it comes to staying healthy and saving money, Walmart offers great solutions for your family. Find quick and affordable over-the-counter medicines for your entire family at your local Walmart. Do you have a big family like me or maybe a family member that is constantly needing some type of medication, maybe over-the-counter or even prescription medicine? Walmart has your back. I'm talking health issues like maybe type 2 diabetes, high blood pressure, asthma, allergies. Walmart offers cost and time effective ways to get the health solutions you need. And if you have lots of needs, a big family, proactively managing your family's health and wellness is possible thanks to Walmart. There's high quality over-the-counter offerings from private labels such as Equate and Spring Valley. Got a few of those in my cabinet right now. And national brands you can actually afford. Ooh, that A word. Don't we love it? This can be a lifesaver for people who are uninsured or underinsured and need access to affordable medications. Having your health and wellness needs met during your next grocery trip just makes life easier. Welcome to your value provider. Welcome to your Walmart. And you know, it's always an honor to share this very important message with our mind, body, and business listeners. Thank you, Walmart, for being a great partner. All right, that's a wrap for this episode of Mind, Body, and Business. Hey, you know what I would appreciate? A rating or review on Apple Podcasts. If you haven't blessed me with one yet, please be sure to do so. That helps a lot with the podcast engagement. You can also stay connected with the Mind, Body, and Business podcast on Instagram and Facebook at MBBpod. As always, I enjoyed this time with you. Truly appreciate your ear and look forward to another empowering conversation on the next episode. Until then, take care. Mind, Body, and Business is an Urban One Incorporated Reach Media production hosted by me, Maria Moore. Follow me at Maria Moore, M-A-R-I-A-M-O-R-E on Instagram and on the web at mariamore.com. Executive produced by Maria Moore and Jahi Whitehead. Senior Director of Podcast Operations, DeAndre Smith. Supervisory Producer, Colby Cole tyner Director of Sales and Corporate Partnerships, Michelle Marino. Integrated Marketing and Partnerships, Lori Flowers, Laura Lopez, and Brittany Jackson. Digital Marketing, Walter Gaynor, J.R. Davis, and Tim Hall. Music produced by Jamal J. So Smith. Thank you for listening to the Mind, Body, and Business Podcast.